Hello, and thank you for joining us for this edition of HIPRA Connects, where we provide a voice to those with rare or challenging diseases and illnesses, the providers working to treat them, their supporters, and healthcare thought leaders. Hi, I'm Janice McRae, founder and CEO of Nexus 8. Our product, HIPRA, is a collaborative knowledge sharing tool for healthcare providers. Today, I am quite pleased to introduce to you Renee Moulton, the founder of Functional Fitness. Hi, Renee, and welcome to HIPRA Connects. Hi, Janice. How are you? Thank you for having me. Sure. We're really excited to have you participating in today's program. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and the service you provide? Well, um, I have lived in Maryland all my life, and I've always played sports. And when you can't play sports, you become a trainer. So that's where I started my training career. And I've probably been on about 22,000 one-on-one appointments with clients um, as a personal trainer. And I also became a massage therapist and a myoskeletal therapist, mainly because I had a lot of knee pain and I needed some way to fix myself. So I use all my services and everything I do to help myself with my knee pain. And that is what I do right now is I help men and women to reduce their knee pain all across the world. Well, I'm sure that is really a much needed service. So. So you're saying you kind of started functional fitness because of the issues that you had with your own knees? I Yes. Um, I, I worked with my personal, my own personal training for five years, and then I had all this knee pain, and I said, you know, no one could really help me. So I started to learn about exercises and stretching myself, and that's how it really escalated into a career that I've been working in for the past 20 years. I see. Oh, my goodness. So when people come to you, um, what's the kind of the most common complaint that people have uh, when they talk about their knees? Is there any particular aspect of that ailment that that seems most prominent? Bone on bone. I hear it all the time. They're told they have bone on bone. And then the next one is more of the osteoarthritis arthritis and I, the challenge with those particular diagnoses or those are really most of them are symptoms Janice mm -hmm. is that people kind of throw up their hands and say oh I got arthritis and nothing we can do I got bone on bone mm -hmm. and it really just needs to be educated a little bit more on what's really going on with their needs and that's what I do I see so you do work with individuals who have bone on bone arthritis because that seems like the the heavy hitter I, know. <laughs> I think it's education if I was to take their x-ray and share with them what bone on bone what the doctor calls bone on bone you mm -hmm. would see that it's more not that they have no cartilage that's not what it means it just means there's a misalignment going on within the knee joint and maybe somewhere the femur and the tibia may be touching but it's not that they don't have no cartilage and that's where they get really educated and excited that, wow, I'm, this can be remedied to the point where I can live without pain. That's the part of what I do. <laughs> I see. And I, I imagine that's a relief for many people. Um, it is. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so uh, let me ask you, is it any particular age group that seems to, you know, of course, we tend to think of older individuals, 
but is that always the case? What usually happens is they may start experiencing it in their 30s or 40s. Mm -hmm. However, it's every now and then. So they kind of ignore it. And then when it gets into the 50s, then they can't ignore it. So usually between the 50s to 75 is where I find most most of the my clients. However, they have may have been in pain for 10, sometimes even 20 years by the time they even get to me. And that's usually when the devastation happens to the knee joints when they wait so long. So I'm really encouraging people that only have knee pain every now and then in their 30s and their 40s. They need to take care of that because knee pain just keeps progressing and getting worse and worse as time goes on. And that's really interesting because that's what I was going to ask next. When is it too late to start your program? So you're saying when the knee pain is like really intense and, and consistent. Not as much. I can usually I can usually work with anyone with knee challenges, with knee mm -hmm. pain, because um, most of the time it's usually just arthritis and a misalignment. What happens is the ligaments on the outside of the knee start to get damaged. And then your knee will start to bow out or the ligament in the inside of the knee will get damaged and it will start to bow in. Bowing mm -hmm. in is usually, really, I can't hardly do anything with somebody with, when it's bowed in. Mm -hmm. Bowed out, I've been having success in keeping them off the operating table, but eventually mm -hmm. they will need to go get a knee replacement. It's, it's that bowing of the knee, bowing in or bowing out. It's almost too late. You will need to get a knee replacement sooner or later. I see. So do you have any data on how successful you've been in, in treating various knee problems? Yes. Um, right now I have put together, I've treated over 300, about 350 women. Mm -hmm. And I am now putting all my statistics together to see, you know, which most of them have the pain points of the arthritis and osteoarthritis. And then to see how many of them had surgeries and how many of them had the drugs, how many of them took the shots and went in that direction. Mm -hmm. And so it's really interesting as I even started looking at it, wow, okay. So a lot of them really didn't go for the surgery. They really toughed it out you know, until they could find another way to figure it out. But wow. I think the, wow. the shocking part of it, Janice, is they really didn't seek out holistic. They really stayed with the doctor and they didn't seek out that there were other remedies, alternatives besides what the doctor was treating. So that was kind of surprising to me as I went through it. That's interesting. I think it, because people just don't know. Mm -hmm. They know the doctor, but they may not know other alternative means. So what you're doing is quite helpful, I'm sure. I, I think when you're in a doctor's office and the doctors don't have, they have three things. They give you an operation, they can give you some type of drug or they can give you PT. And mm -hmm. when the doctor says there's nothing else you can do except try these three things out, if that doesn't help, then you kind of have to suffer with it until suffer with your knee pain until it gets bad enough. These are their words, until it gets bad enough for you to need surgery. So that's why a lot of them don't seek other other um other avenues. I see. And it makes it makes really makes sense. Uh, so now tell me about your prescription to keep your knees or even your entire body healthy since you've been a personal trainer? Any brief tips you can give us? The most, the, the best tip I can give anyone about my particular program is you have to take care of your feet. 
Mm. They sound crazy, but <laughs> that's it's interesting. 90, 99%. No, I'll take it back. 95% of the people that come to me, they have something going on with their feet. They either have some corns, calluses, bunions, they were orthotics, they have what they call plantar fasciitis. And what I have found, Janice, is as we have this problem with our knees, when we start to limp, what's the key? that limping that starts to cause the problems with the feet okay so now you go get your feet treated however they don't go after find out why you have bunions they just give you a band-aid so now you're still limping around the more you limp the next thing you know now your feet are hurting now your hips are hurting now your back is hurting mm. and voila and then that's when they come to me because i can't treat your knees it's not about your knees after about a year Mm -hmm. I see. I see. So, so how closely do you work with other healthcare professionals? Oh my goodness. Ah, there is a part of my program. I have an eight week to me pain freedom program. And in week number five, I call it building a holistic team. And that's when we have to branch out into kinesiology chiropractor, not just a regular chiropractor, it's got to be a kinesiology chiropractor. And also I go after um, like Stretch USA, um, Stretch Stretch America, people that have to, that can stretch my clients and also lymphatic drainage. So it's those three that I help them to build a team of that chiropractor, the stretch person, the lymphatic, and man, putting those three together. And because I can't touch everybody because I'm not around them, but once they give me the feedback from these particular practitioners, like magic of how well these people, how well my clients do. So it's really a collaborative effort in the end. Yes, so, I am. Um, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, that's that's fine. I actually, what we, what we do is um, the chiropractor may make the adjustment for my client. Well, first of all, before they go to my, before they go to the chiropractor, I give them a list of questions to ask the chiropractor. Once the chiropractor does what I have on my list, then we, me and the chiropractor are talking back and forth to find out what's the best way to make sure this client gets the best care from both of us. And um, it's been really good. I've found some incredible chiropractors out there that are really open to really help the client. So it's been pretty lot of fun. <laughs> I'd say. And that's, that's extremely important for the client because they know that others can help them along this journey, which can be really difficult. Mm -hmm. It can be very difficult. Um, so Renee, tell us about your philosophy of healthy living. My philosophy of healthy living is you cannot ignore your pain. Mm. Once you... The, the, I, I talk to my clients all the time because I do have self-care and in, in, uh, kind of intermingle with my knee pain, remedying the knee pain. And the first thing I said that what I'm teaching them how to do is live a, live a pain-free life. And so we have to go after the pain. We have to get for different practitioners that can help us get there. And I don't go too much into nutrition because that's a big, you know, that's a huge industry there. However, I do tell them to make sure they're watching out how they're walking, how they're moving. They feel anything that's not uncomfortable. You need to get on it. You need to stay balanced. And when I say balanced in my world, Janice, is I want your right side of your body to 
feel like the left side. I so see. We're constantly working on muscle balancing to make sure that if your muscles are balanced, they'll carry you correctly, then you won't have the back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, and, and all those different types of challenges that we have. So um, I talk about it all the time about stay balanced and pain. And, and that's actually an entire other session on keeping balance, the right side of your body and the left side of your body. Um, and you do that mostly through weight training? No. Um, see, people with knee pain, and I know everybody that has knee pain wants to strengthen their knees, strengthen around the knee, but it's really not possible. The first thing they have to do is we have to get, we have to reduce the inflammation, then we have to reduce the swelling. And then I start to go after flexibility. Once I get up, once I get the person flexible, then we go into any type of strength training or stability training. But it's always, what does the right side feel like compared to the left? And it's, uh, that is what I talk about from the shoulders all the way down to the, the fingers all the way down to the toes. You have to get your balance. If you're ever going to get yourself out of pain, you got to create what I call alignment through the whole body. I see. And that definitely makes sense. So um, is there anything else that you would like for our audience to know that you haven't shared? First of all, I love it when you say it makes sense. <laughs> okay, I, got, I really shared what I wanted to share because I think that we, what we hear when we have knee pain and I hear every other day, Renee, I need some exercises to help strengthen my leg muscles so that I can reduce my knee pain. It just does not work. You know, we have to go step by step. My program is very precise. It's six steps and it has to be done in that order. And if we don't get rid of the, if we don't reduce the inflammation and reduce the swelling and you try to exercise, you're just going to flare up your knees more. Mm -hmm. So my program is have to you get out, go after the inflammation, you go after the swelling, you have to get flexible because we've been, when you're in knee pain, you don't go up and down the stairs correctly. You don't go getting out, in and out of your car correctly. You're throwing yourself out of alignment. So first thing you have to do is you have to heal the knee first and then and only then do you start to strengthen anything that's going on with the body. Got to be well, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it has to be done in order. Yes, I can understand that. And I'm sure that that has, that has really helped you with your success because you have this whole body approach, so to speak. It's not just one aspect of, of your, um, your physical body. It's more than that. And it's alignment and it's mm -hmm. making sure that you have a team that's working with with those who really needed. So your clients seem to kind of get the best of what you've learned. Yeah, it's very interesting that you say that because when it took me 20 years, I was in pain for 20 years and I went to like a hundred, at least a hundred different people to try to help me. And mm -hmm. I was wishing like, where can I send, give all this information out for? So mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that. But um, the one thing too, that I just want to share with everybody here is, um, that I do what I call a gait analysis. I look at how people walk. Uh, there's mm -hmm. one thing about when people have knee challenges or hip or back, they don't walk correctly. Their feet are like walk like a little duck sometimes, or one foot goes out like a duck and one foot goes straight. 
And right. it's very important for you to get an analysis of how you're walking because that is really going to determine how you're going to heal or when you're going to heal. If you don't walk and you're not walking correctly, it's going to be very difficult to ever get yourself to live a pain relief life. Yes, and, and I can remember growing up how posture and alignment has always been very, very important. Mm-hmm. You know, stand up straight, walk straight, etc. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it really does help. It really does help. Yes, so, well... Thank you so much, Renee. This has really been delightful. Um, and, and good luck with functional fitness. And we hope you can come back and visit us again sometime soon. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here. And uh, can I just share how they can get in touch with me if they would like, Janice? Oh, please do that. Yes, please okay. do so. My website is healmyknees.com. You can just go there and contact me there or come on to one of you can email me at Renee Moten at healmyknees.com. And that's H-E-A-L myknees.com, correct? Heal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Renee. And enjoy your day. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And that's it for this edition of HIPAA Connects. Be well.